praise God. May the Lord continue as well uh, to open the eyes of your understanding. This is Tuesday night's Bible study. Amen. And we'll handle it and minister as such in the name of Jesus Christ. May the eyes of your understanding be enlightened that you may know the hope of your calling. May God give you insight and unlock your mind through the power of the Holy Spirit and give you revelation knowledge, advanced knowledge, amen, uh, concerning the kingdom. Our scripture reading tonight will come from Daniel 6, amen, verse 10 through 17 is the meat of the matter. We'll review Daniel 6, 1 through 9, and then conclude the matter from verse 18 uh, through 28 as well with a couple of other scriptures that I think will be relevant for where we're going tonight. Amen. Daniel 6. Glory to God. Amen. I feel I feel that thing tonight. Amen. Daniel 6. Amen. Uh, chapter 10 through 7. 10 through 17 is the meat of the matter. Of course, we'll have to review as well so we do that we make sure you're up to par for what's going on. Amen. Praise God. Daniel 6 in the New King James Version, and we'll start reading at verse 10 down through uh, verse 17. And this is what it says. Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went home and in his upper room with, the, with his window open towards Jerusalem, he knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed and gave thanks before God as was his custom since early days. Glory to God, as it was his custom since early days. He did not deviate from his norm. Verse 11, glory to God. Then, then these men assembled and found Daniel praying and making supplication before his God. And they went before the king and spoke concerning the king's decree. This is what they said. Have, have you not signed a decree that every man who petitions any God or man within 30 days except you, O king, shall be cast into the lion's den? And the king answered and said, This, the thing is true according to the law of the Medes and the Persians, which does not alter. So they answered and said, to, said uh, before the king, that Daniel, who is one of the captives of Judah, does not show due regard to you, O king, or for the decree that you have signed, but makes his petition three times a day. Glory to God. His haters called him that Daniel. Amen. Who is a, a, one of the captives from Judah, does not show regard for you, O king, or for the decree that you have signed, but make petition, amen, three times a day. Verse 14, and the, and, when, and the king, when he had heard these things, was greatly displeased with himself and set his heart on Daniel to deliver him. And he labored to the going down of the sun to deliver him. Then these men approached the king and said to the king, now, O king, Amen. That it that it is the law of the Medes and the Persians that no decree or statue which the king established may be changed. So the king gave command, and they brought Daniel and they cast him into the lion's den. But the king spoke. Listen, listen to this. But the king spoke, saying to Daniel, "Your God, whom you serve continually, He will deliver you." 
Then the stone was brought and it was laid over the mouth of the, of the den and the king sealed it with his own signet ring and with the signet of the Lord's that the purpose concerning Daniel might not be changed. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Tonight, I want to deal with this subject, a uh, part two of the habits of a finisher, the habits of a finisher. Glory to God. The first thing that I want to say, and I think this is very important and poignant for where we're going tonight, all successful uh, people, whether they're saved or unsaved, have similar daily habits and characteristics, amen, that have become a lifestyle. Say again, all successful people, amen, whether they're saved or unsaved, they have similar daily uh, habits as well as characteristics, amen, this is their personality we're talking about, amen, that have become a lifestyle. Equally and opposite, those who do not finish or, or that are not successful or successful, amen, their habits are the same as well, amen. In this case, it's not something that's positive, amen. Here's the other thing that I think is very relevant that the Lord was really ministering to me today that, uh, amen, we're going to share tonight, amen. He's, amen, change your habits and you'll change your life. Glory to God. If you change your habits, you'll change your life. Glory to God, amen. Those who are purpose to be finishers, those who have their mindset, and amen, upon hearing the Lord say, well done, that good and faithful servant, amen, those who have purpose when the master comes, find them, found, find uh, that he find them, amen, working. These finishers that would say, as Paul said, amen, I've run, I've fought a good fight. I've ran, a, amen, a good race. Praise God, I've finished. Now a crown is laid up for me. Glory to God, a crown of righteousness is laid up for me. Those who want to please the one that he has enlisted them in the army, these, these people who are finishers, amen, are people who are intentional with their life in Christ. They're intentional. This is not something that just happened upon them. This is not something that just they woke up and discovered. This is not something that just so happened and now I'm reaping the benefit from. Amen. Those that were going to be finishers have habits and lifestyle that they have, amen, uh, intentionally built up and maintained. Intentionally built up and maintained. I want to say this. This is relevant as well. It's one thing to have obtained a mantle. It's another thing to be able, amen, to sustain the mantle. Glory to God. And that's intentional. Glory to God. That, amen. We can pray. And God um, has called you to a certain office, say, for example. Amen. And that mantle of intercession, the mantle of the office of apostle or prophet, whatever it is, amen, is upon you. There's a difference between obtaining it and maintaining it. Amen. Our lifestyle, the calling, let me, let me back up a minute. The calling, amen, is what uh, initially causes us to obtain a mantle. 
but it's our lifestyle. It's what we do on day-to-day, day-to-day intentionally that causes us to dwell in a certain realm, in a certain spiritual place, in a certain mindset so that I can, amen, maintain the mantle. And maintaining means I function in it on a consistent basis. Amen. I function in my role in that mantle, praise God, on a consistent basis. I am intentional about, amen, my life. I understand through the word of God that there are certain habits, glory to God, that I have to intentionally, amen, uh, uh, cause to happen in my life if I'm going to operate in a mantle and not just wear a title. Praise God. It has to be intentional so that I function in it on a continual basis. It, it is possible, beloved, that you uh, have a mantle functioning it sporadically, and but more out than in, and that, beloved, is based upon what you do intentionally with your lifestyle. Glory to God. The more holier the life, the more intentional the prayer, the more strategic you live on purpose, the more powerful your function in your manual, in your uh, mantle, in your calling, the more powerful you are, the more consistent you are with what God called glory, called you to do, amen, is on purpose. It's intentional, amen. The majority of it is just mental. We have to have a mindset to finish because we have a charge to keep and a God to serve. The habits of a finisher, glory to God, amen. Question is asked, amen, what is a habit? What is a habit? Uh, Webster gives us a, a definition that uh, I went through. I found several that I liked, but this one was um, the one that I care for the most, amen. And it says, uh, and an acquired behavioral pattern regularly followed until it becomes involuntary. Glory to God. And acquired, the word acquired, amen, it, it expresses something I've done intentionally. Amen. When situations come up, I've acquired, amen, the habit of praying before I, amen, and never falling out. For the Bible says men should always pray and not faint. I've acquired that behavior pattern intentionally. I've used it regularly, amen, and I've followed it until it becomes almost involuntary. Glory to God. So when problems come, I don't have to think about prayer. It's just, it's just something that hits me and it's, and it's involuntary. It's almost like, Amen. Amen. Like breathing is just involuntary. I just automatically start calling up on the Lord. I automatically start, amen, homo legeo, speaking his word. I automatically start renouncing anything that I've said, anything in the lifestyle I've embraced. Amen. I renounce it. Glory to God because I am, I can be uh, causing myself to be unpowerful, causing myself to be impotent with my own mouth. Glory to God. Amen. Say again, a habit is defined, uh, amen, it's a noun, an acquired behavior pattern regularly followed until it has become almost 
involuntary. Glory to God. The word is like, it's like, amen, eating to me. I got to have it. I don't have to think about, amen, I'm hungry or not, what to do. Amen. My life, my my, my system says you got to eat. So, 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 in the same way, I have to build up my spiritual man so that, praise God, word and that the power of God and being in his presence and all of those things that surround salvation and restoration and healing, deliverance, amen, I have to acquire holy behaviors, amen, purpose to function in them, them until, amen, they become almost involuntary, amen. Finishers have similar habits. Say again, finishers have similar habits. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Daniel's habit to pray three times a day pointing towards Jerusalem, even though he was in captivity, even though he was, amen, and now uh, under the authority of the Medes and the Persians, having lived through the Babylonians, amen, under the leadership of Nebuchadnezzar and his son Belshazzar, glory to God, he is still doing what he did when he was, amen, uh, young. He's still doing it. He, that habit is so until it's involuntary. Glory to God. Let's read that definition. It's an acquired behavior pattern, regularly followed until it becomes almost involuntary. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And uh, Daniel operated in what is, amen, called a spirit of excellence. He had an excellent spirit, even though he was not in his homeland, even though he was in his captivity, amen, prophesied by Jeremiah in Jeremiah 25 that there will be 70 years out of the homeland, amen, Daniel still operated in excellence. Daniel 6 and 1 said this, amen, it pleased Darius or Darius the king, amen, to set over the, over the kingdom 120 satraps to be over the kingdom, amen, and uh, one of the Three governors. Daniel was a governor over 40 people. There were two other, so that makes 120. Amen. Daniel was one. Glory to God that these satraps or these supervisors might give an account to him so that the king would not suffer no loss. Verse 3 is important. Then this Daniel distinguished himself above the governors and the satraps because, amen, an excellent spirit was on him. And the king thought to set him over the whole realm. So Daniel, amen, excelled and distinguished himself, glory, over his uh, co-workers that were on his same level, the other three gen two gentlemen, and all of these supervisors, so to speak, amen, that were under him, those that reported to him, Daniel had an excellent spirit. So anytime a finisher operates in excellence and began to distinguish themselves, amen, haters will automatically come with the territory. You can just stop crying about that. Hater will always come, amen, with the territory. Glory to God. And so this Darius or Darius thought of putting Daniel over everything because that's how excellent he was. Amen. So, uh, so the governors and the satraps sought to find some charge against Daniel. 
Find something we can trip him up with. Amen. Find some way that we can discredit his name concerning the kingdom. But they found, they couldn't find no charge or fault because he was faithful, nor was there any error, fault finding him. Glory to God. Amen. That's what we want to aspire to. Thank you, Father. A finisher, amen, amen, has a, has a lifestyle to match his mouth. Verse 5 said, then these men said, we will not find any charge against Daniel unless we find it against, amen, him concerning the law of his God. So they concocted a plan, lied to the, amen, to the king, says to the king, if any, make a rule that if any man is caught praying, amen, to a God or to any other God or man other than you, amen, he'll be thrown into the lion's den. And according to that time, if the law of the Medes and the Persians were established, it could not be altered. And they said to themselves, we got Daniel now because we know he's going to keep on praying. Amen. A finisher is predictable even to his enemies. Write that down. A finisher is predictable in his habits even to the enemy. The enemy knew that we're going to watch Daniel because he's going to pray. So we already know that three times a day facing Jerusalem, amen, Judah, he's going to pray so we can catch him in that. Amen. Your adversary is always plotting against you. Glory to God. And they're plotting against you in the place that you're the strongest. And most of the time, it's in our prayer life or in our worship. Glory to God. Amen. So when they saw Daniel kneeling, they went to the king. They reestablished the decree that they had said uh, of the law of the Medes and the Persian that does not alter. And then the king found out, amen, who they was talking about. Verse 13, so after they concocted the plan, after they got it together, amen, so they answered, they said to the king that Daniel, see, your enemy hates you because of your excellence, but a finisher will keep their habits regardless of hate, amen. That Daniel, who is one of the captains of Judah, he does not show regard. You can get ready for him to lie on you, O king, amen, <laughs> or for, amen, the decree that you have signed but makes petition three times, not just once or twice, three times a day. They think they got him. Glory to God. The king, like Daniel, Darius, Darius, like Daniel, was trying to get him out of the matter, trying to, amen, try to alter this matter. But they couldn't find no way. So he threw him in the lion's den. But he made a declaration to the degree he wasn't sure of the power of. He said this in verse 16b, your God, whom you serve continually, Ah, that's it. He will deliver you. He watched Daniel so long. He understood to the degree his service to God was continually. And he knew something about authority because he was a king himself. He said, this God whom you serve continually, there's no break in your service. You don't waver in your service. You don't deviate in your service. A finisher finishes. Amen. Not just when it's time to lay hands on the altar. Not just when it's time, according to God. Amen. To be to be upfront with the microphone. Daniel served his God continually. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So 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 when Daniel spent the night in the lion's den, the king was up all night. Amen. He was troubled. Glory to God. He couldn't sleep. 
Nobody played no music for him or nothing because he was concerned about Daniel. In verse 23 of chapter 6, amen, the key, I mean, verse 20, amen, the king came to the lion's den in the morning with a lamenting voice looking for Daniel. Says, Daniel, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve continually, been able to deliver you from the lions? And Daniel said to the king, O king, live forever. May God, my God, sent his angel to shut the lion's mouth so that they have not hurt me because I was found innocent. Thank you, Father, before him. And also, king, I have done no wrong before you. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Amen. My God. Amen. I've been found innocent and I've been done, done no wrong before you. I'm telling you, holiness works. Glory to God in the name of Jesus. Amen. Those, a finisher, amen, does not flinch when problems and trouble arrive. Amen. A finisher does not flinch when problems and trouble arise. Glory to God. Because the God that we serve is a deliverer. Daniel is not a rookie when it comes down to God's deliverance. Daniel is not inexperienced. He has been in situations, glory to God. If you go back and read Daniel, amen, the threat of death has always been around Daniel. Amen, always been, amen, from the from not bowing and going into the, uh, the, the, the fiery furnace to the prophecy that the king in his deranged mindset wanted to interpret, all of that. But yet Daniel, who he is, yet again, in the midst of danger. Here it is. A finisher has uh, habits and lifestyles that would not be broken even under the threat of death. Say again, Bogus. A finisher have habits or lifestyles, should I say, that will not be broken even under the threat of death. Amen. You can threaten a finisher, but they'll keep the course. You can, you can pull your gun on a finisher. Glory to God. Because it's better to die in integrity than live with no dignity. Glory to God. Say again, Bogus. It's better to die in, with integrity intact than it is to live, amen, with no dignity, no integrity, amen, no conviction. Praise God. The question has to be brought forward, amen. If you're doing it like that, what you're doing, why, why what's your living in? Your living is in vain. Amen. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Glory to God. It's a mind thing. Proverbs 23 and 7 says, For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Amen. So as, as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Amen. Prayer keeps us connect, connected with the kingdom thought life. Amen. Prayer keeps us connected. Now, Daniel did not start praying that night. He'd been praying. Amen. So a finisher, glory to God, is not someone who cram for the text the next day. A finisher is someone who has a lifestyle of disciplined habits. Yeah, that's it. Glory to God. A lifestyle. They have developed habits that will take them to their destiny. A finisher has done and developed habits that will take them to their destiny, their design place. It without without habits, amen, good God, the habits, you'll just be a dreamer all your life. You have to have disciplines, amen. 
So a finishers are very intentional about the direction they're going. A finisher, very intentional. They run the race with patience, looking unto Jesus. Hebrews, amen, chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. A, amen, a finisher has direction. They run the race with patience, looking unto Jesus. They know how to run, and they know the focus while they're running. Amen, while they're running, looking unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Glory to God. Amen. The finisher, amen, have habits that you can compare one finisher to another finisher. And they have similar habits. They have similar characteristics. Amen. That did not happen overnight. They, listen to this, a, a finisher has intentionally, has intentionally, amen, acquired behavior patterns Amen. That they follow regularly until it becomes an invol almost involuntary. A finisher. A finisher is, is committed to the cause. Glory to God. Regardless of what comes up, a finisher is committed to the cause. They do, they do things on a regular basis. The book of Job chapter 1 and verse 1 said, There was a man in the land of us whose name was Job. And that man was blameless. He was upright, one who feared God and shunned or shrewd evil. This man had seven sons, three daughters who were born to him. Also, his possessions, glory to God, were 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yokes of oxen, 500 female donkeys, and a very large household, so that this man was the greatest of all the people in the East. Even if you don't know nothing about the value of a camel or donkey or sheep, you know enough to know, amen, he's a rich man. And his sons would go and feast in their houses, each on an appointed day, and would sin and invite their three sisters to eat and to drink with them. So it was when the days of feasting had run their course that Job, listen to this, would sin and sanctify them. Job did that. He, he sent for his sons. Amen. He sent for his daughters. And then after this feasting and running course, he sanctified them and rise up early in the morning and offer burnt offerings according to the number of them. For Job said, it might be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus, Job did regularly. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Amen. This Job did regularly. Got 10 kids. And he would, amen, when the feasting has run their course, amen, he was sent for them. He was sanctify them. Amen. Offer burnt offerings, uh, amen, according to the number of him. No, Job was doing something, amen, that God required that only later on, much later on through the law of Moses, he was doing priest-like things before there was a Levitical priesthood. Amen. So that answers your question about tithing. Father Abraham. Anyway, glory to God. He This Job did regularly. If, a, if you're going, amen, to be a finisher, you got to learn to do things regularly without wavering, without shifting, without excuses, without allowing the enemy, amen, to invade your time. This brings me to my... Next point and my last point, amen. Uh, when you find what works, guard it. 
when you discover what works, when you build a habit, amen, that uh, that pattern becomes so regular until it's almost involuntary, amen, guard it. Glory to God. If your prayer life is working for you to pray three to four hours a day, guard it. Don't let nothing deviate, cause you to waver or deviate or get out of that schedule because, amen, when you find out what God wants, give it to him. There's no re reason to go back and create, recreate the wheel. Why? Because we've already found out what works. Glory to God. We already found out what works. Amen. Stick to it without wavering. Glory to God. Amen. This Daniel knew that his friends were plotting on it against him. When he knew that the, the thing concerning the law of the Medes and the Persian, which does not be, be uh, cannot be altered, was signed, when he knew what he was doing was going to earn him a trip into the lion's den, amen, when he knew that his co-workers and his underlings were plotting against him, amen, he prayed anyway, three times a day with the window open. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. When he knew the haters, amen, had concocted a plot. When he knew, amen, they lied on him, amen, he kept doing what he knew worked. Glory to God. He kept doing when, what he knew worked. It was about to earn him a trip to the lion's den, but he prayed three times a day with the window open. Amen. Not shamed of the testimony of Christ. Not ashamed. Glory to God. Neither fearful of the actions of the enemy. My own familiar friends on whom I ate bread with have lifted up their heels against me with the window open. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. If God, if your, if your God-ordained habits get you in trouble, they'll get you out of trouble. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Hey, man, my time is up. Listen, I encourage you in this. Finish. Finish. I make this invitation through the power of God and the Holy Spirit to those that are listening now, those that were listening will listen later on. This is the first of two, amen, invitations I want to roll out. Praise God. Number one, I'm, amen, those who need their passion restored. Maybe you're lost. You don't know what to read next. You don't know which way to go next. You, amen, you're not really, really sure what to minister next, what to pray next. You're kind of in a neither world. You're meandering about, not really intentional about anything. Glory to God. We want to pray for you tonight that the, that the Father would restore your passion and your sense of direction. Say again, Bogus. Restore your passion and your sense of direction. The other, the other lifeline we want to throw out, the other, amen, red carpet we want to roll out for our VIPs. Tonight you're the very important person. If you have not made a conscious decision to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, glory to God, if you have not made that conscious decision, amen, the time is now. This is the invitation to this Christian discipleship, invitation to join Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If you have not, uh, amen, understood and know that you, amen, you're a sinner. Amen. You are a sinner, born in sin, shaping in iniquity, and you have need of a savior. You're tired of living the way you've lived. It hasn't got you anywhere. You've tried everything else. 
You try everybody else. Now let's try, let's try Jesus. Let's give the Lord a chance. You don't gave everything else a chance. You gave the liquor a chance. You gave the weed a chance, the vape a chance, the smoke shop a chance. Now let's, amen, you gave the hotel room a chance. Now let's give Jesus a chance. Glory to God. If you're up under the sound of my voice, whether you hear it now or if you hear it later, it's still fresh. Amen. There's still room at the cross. Amen. There's still room at the cross. And I got good news. God is married even to the backslider. The word said that if you will believe in your heart and you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, you will be saved. If you believe in your heart. So it's simple tonight. All, it's simple right now. Amen. All you have to do is confess, Lord, I believe. I believe that you sent Jesus Christ, amen, as your lamb, as a substitute for my sins. I received that. I received Christ as my savior, as my high priest, amen, in the name of Jesus. I believe that. I confess it with my mouth. Bap amen. Baptism is not to get you saved. You get baptized because you are saved. Glory to God. To those of you that are struggling and your passion has been, and your has been weaned. May God restore you tonight. Glory to God. Be honest about where you are. Be honest about where you're struggling. If you're struggling tonight, if you're struggling tonight, right where you are, glory to God. Raise your hand, but bow your head. Amen. Raise your hand, but bow your head. And it's an act of submission. The right hand is a hand of agreement. Amen. It's a hand of agreement. Bow your head and ask the Lord, amen, restore my passion. I've been off. I'm having a hard time studying the word. I'm having a hard time being in prayer daily. I'm distracted in my mind, and I'm going to need your help to get me online and keep me in line. I humble myself to you. I humble myself. I, I admit my pride has caused me not to call on you sooner. Glory to God. But tonight I drop all of that because all I want now is just you. Amen. Let all of that other stuff fade. I just want you tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ, come into my heart, come into my life, restore my heart, restore my passion and my focus back to you, and I'll serve you like never before. In the name of Jesus Christ, bless you tonight. Those of you that prayed with me, those of you that are honest about where you are, may the restoring power of Christ rest upon you now, and if you hear later, it keeps building in you. To those who have not known Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, my heart desire, my prayer to God is that you find a Bible-based, amen, spirit-filled, you humble church where you can be taught and discipled, amen, to the next level. And regardless, of, irrespective of the lie you've heard, you need a church home. The Bible says, Hebrews 10, 25, don't forsake the assembling of yourselves as in the manner of son, but even more so as you, amen, see the day approaching. Glory to God. You need a church home. If you're in the Hempstead, Prairie View, Northwest Houston area, amen, you're more than welcome, amen, to come to Christ Restoration Tabernacle at 22300 Santa Monica, Hempstead, Texas. You're more than welcome. Inbox me on Facebook, last name spelled B-O-G-G-A-S, Jeff or Jeffrey, amen, and we'll give you directions. You need a church home. You need a Bible-based, amen, that word-based, spirit-filled church. Amen. That's knowledgeable of the word of God. They know how to rightly divide the word. You got to have that. That's not an option. That has nothing to do with your personality. It has everything to do 
with the command of God on your life in the name of Jesus. Come on, finishers. Let's finish. Let's develop finishing habits. Let's develop lifestyles. Amen. Until it's involuntary. Glory to God. Walk in holiness without even thought, thinking about it. Why? Because I be it become a behavioral pattern that I've done intentionally. Let's go, finishers. Let's finish. Let's go, finishers. Right. Amen. Pull yourself up. Stop making these excuses. Amen. Stop planning, complaining about what they're doing on the job. Glory to God. None of us have been thrown in the lion's den. None of us, amen, have been under the threat of death. Praise God. Let's get it. Come on here, finishers. Let's get it. Let's be intentional about our walk. Let's be glory to God, amen, in my, one mind, in one spirit, in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's serve one another in the beauty of holiness. Thank you, Father. Let's get it. Amen. If you're a finisher, let's finish. When the master comes, if he comes tonight, amen, all that he's given you, you want to be able to say, amen, I've done it. You gave me five talents, here's 10. You gave me two, here's four. I multiplied. I intentionally, amen, did that. It didn't happen by accident. I, I'm intentional about my walk. Glory to God. Let's stop meandering around and floating. Let's purpose and press in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you tonight for every hearer. Those that hear it now, those that will listen later, empower them as they're hearing this. May your spirit rest upon them each and every time the word is released and that it may burn like fire in their spirit. And when it fall, may it be a hammer upon their soul. In the name of Jesus, draw those who are far off, draw those who are near by the blood that we may walk in accordance and in oneness in you, Father, with your son in the name of Jesus. And this is your command, glory to God, that we be one with you. May we all walk as one. In the name of Jesus, I come against every demon, every demonic presence that would that would hinder and oppress the souls of your people, Father, in the name of Jesus, and that they may walk in liberty for what your spirit is. There's freedom, there's liberty, there's light, there's healing, and there's restoration. May it be done, and then you be glorified in all of our doings because we bear fruit, and then you approve us that we may bear much more fruit and much fruit. Herein, you're glorified. We bless you now. We thank you. We magnify you. We extol you. You are God, our King, our Healer, our Deliverer, the Lifter up of my head. Go, mighty finishers, and do the work in the will of God. In the name of Jesus. My time is up, but not my spirit. Run hard. Fight. Amen. Fight violently. But whatever you got to do, don't stop pressing. Amen. Finish. In Jesus' name.